Thank you so much for joining me on our very last conversation we will have on the podcast for 2021. I cannot believe we have made it this far. This podcast has transformed in so many different ways. And to see that it's ending with just me on the mic and you as my listener and the community that we are growing on Instagram of like-minded people, of queen, empowering queen, I'm just so incredibly grateful and blessed to have you in my life and to have you as a listener and to have you trust in me and to let me be a part of your story. So thank you from the bottom of my heart. Thank you. Thank you so much. I also want to add that it might get a little loud. You might hear some background noise in this podcast because my mom is currently visiting from Washington. I'm so excited. Um, My husband and her are currently in the kitchen making tamales. I have a secret. I really don't like making tamales. And I'm whispering it here knowing that this is going to be aired probably from your radio or your speaker in your car, your Alexa app or whatever it is. But I really don't like making tamales. So it was kind of nice that I was like, hey guys, I got to disappear to the room to make a podcast because I have not made one. But either way, walking into that kitchen and seeing those two together just made me feel incredibly warm and thankful for the things that we sometimes take for granted. You also might hear my daughter running up and down um, the hall. She is trying to sneak some presents and trying to get us to open some things up. So it's really cute to watch because I know that I did that too. Just reminds me so much of being a kid. But yeah, here we are. Here we are. I really wanted to end this year by talking to you about how you know when you are ready to change, as well as four ways to be happier in 2022. These are some of the questions that I have been reflecting on that I have been journaling on lately. Because as we grow older, I'm 37, I'll be 38. I think of all of the things that we have done, all of the mistakes that I have made along the way, all of the projects that I have failed, that have turned into major lessons. And It's sometimes hard to see that. Sometimes when we fail at a project or at a business venture or at school or whatever it is, if we fail at something, we always automatically feel like we are failures, like we're not good people, right? And I want us really to see that there is a gift in that. If we're not failing, we are not trying. And if we're not trying, we're not living. And there's a gift in the failure. There's always a gift in the failure. Whether it be a relationship that ended, the universe might bring something better to you, the business venture that didn't take off, the universe has a bigger plan. There's always something bigger. I think that us as humans, we get so consumed by the idea that we are in control, that we are in control. We can control our destiny, our fate. Yes, we are ambitious and we go to school because those are the things that I did. But we need to remember that there is a higher being out there that's bigger than us. We are not the biggest thing out there. So it's just been reflecting on those little things that we don't that we don't really think about in the moment. In the moment, all we want to do is veg out, watch Netflix, disappear into the blankets, and just not come out. But when once we do come out, it's it's incredible to see that it's that something bigger is out there. When I was talking to my audience on Instagram, and I just have to say that I I feel so blessed to have you here as a listener, to have you 
a part of my life on Instagram, to have you a part of my journey, to have you listen to my story and come to me and not judge me. That has been the hardest thing of 2021 for me, has really just shedding all of the layers of bullshit that I have been through and really being my authentic self and saying, hey, this is me. This is who I am. Take it or leave it. And all of you have stayed. And I'm so grateful for that. I feel like this year I ripped myself completely raw. Like this sounds so gross, but I feel like I stripped my skin and now it's like raw, like underneath my skin, like everything is, is exposed and it's exposed in such a beautiful way because we are now connecting on this other level that I feel like so many of us are starting to come out of isolation. And it started with me coming out of isolation and my own problems and my own shame. So thank you. From the bottom of my heart, thank you for that. Okay, let's get back to business because I can, I'm known to get off topic. I'm known to be like squirrel and I'm gone. So let's get back on topic. When I was talking to my audience on Instagram, I was getting a lot of questions of how do you know when you're ready? And this is such a good question because so many, so many of us do not know when we're ready and we, we may not know when we're ready. The universe is going to give you signs. Your intuition is going to give you a sign. Your heart will let you know. When you are in a cycle of doing the same toxic things that you do that you're used to, and I say this because I lived in this cycle for years, honey, years. But when you are in that cycle and you are making excuses and you're saying, no, but I will change when, no, but I will not break up with this person because they're good. No, but when we are in that but phase, we are not ready to change. I repeat, when we are in that but phase, the no but phase, we are not ready to change. We are ready to change when we are absolutely, completely fed up. When it hurts to even open our eyes to the same reality that we have created. When you are in your deepest, darkest moment of your heart, of your soul, and you look up and you're like, God, universe, whatever it is that you believe in, what do you want from me? How can I possibly be of service. When you surrender and you say, that's it, I am done fighting. Whatever it is that you want, just do it. But I cannot live like this anymore. There's no way that I can live my life the way I've been living it. There's got to be better. That, my friends, is when you are ready to change. It's such a beautiful, bittersweet moment. It's scary. It hurts but it's magical and there's magic in it because once you surrender, once you say I'm done with whatever it is, with the drinking or with gambling or with the same relationship or with the toxic situation at work or with the boss that's terrible, whatever it is, once you are done with that and you are able to say it out loud and you're able to be okay with it, is when you are ready to change. You have to be all the way tired. You have to be fed up. You can't think of your life living in that way anymore. That's when you're ready. The problem is so many of us are afraid of what's on the other side of change. So many of us are afraid of 
What will my life look like if I do make this change? Our brain starts to create stories. Oh, the stories. It starts to say, well, you can't do it. You've never done it before. Why are you going to do it now? It starts to say, well, you've been with this person for 12 years. How could you possibly find someone else? This is all there is out there. Your ego will go in, your brain and your ego will go into defense mode. It's doing everything in its power to protect you. And protecting you, it means to scare you. That's what it's doing. And a lot of people get stuck in that no but phase because they are so afraid of the other side. But let me tell you, once you get to the other side, once you cross that fence, that line, that boundary, that barrier, the clouds will open up and the universe will deliver everything in its power to make sure that you achieve that. Stagnation is real, my friends. Stagnation sucks. There is nothing worse than stagnation. And living in stagnation is so... It's, it's dangerous. It's dangerous to you, to your relationships, to your happiness, to your livelihood. And COVID has really made it for us to be stagnant. I feel like COVID has made it where we can make excuses, where we can say, you know what? It's one o'clock. Why not have a drink? Or uh, my days look like Groundhog Day. It's every day is the same crap, different day. So we, we get into that cycle. And COVID did that to us because for a while we were confined to our homes. And it looks like it's hap- it's going to be happening again with this whole new variant that's out there. But what I want you to remember is that you cannot control that. Those are things that are outside of your control. What you can control is the way that you decide to get up and the decision you decide to make in that. I know that for me, I always wanted to help people. That's always been my passion. When I went into school counseling and I got my first paycheck, that was my biggest heartbreak of my life because I owe so much money to the government for student loans. I busted my ass in grad school to get that degree. And when I saw that paycheck, it was like a slap in the face. And I truly didn't know what to do. I sat with myself and I thought, how in the hell am I supposed to be happy with this? And I know that money isn't everything. Absolutely not. But the blood and the sweat and the tears that I poured into my degree and the sacrifices I made with spending less time with my family, I felt like a little more compensation would be the best for me, especially with everything that I had done. And I sat in a rut of being conflicted with my career, loving all of the people that I was helping, but hating the fact that I didn't feel valued for my work based on the pay. And I truly, and I said this so many times after I became a school counselor, is I feel like I wish I would have researched my degree and really seen the reality of the pay scales. I felt, I said that so many times, like, man, if I would have known, I wouldn't have done this. But looking back, I would I, I still would have done it because my passion is you. My passion is helping others. My passion is helping people come out of their shame. My passion is normalizing, talking about the bullshit, talking about the dating abuse, talking about the triggers, the childhood trauma, talking about toxic family, toxic friends, toxic situations. That is my passion. So I did not make a mistake. That path led me here to you, to this podcast, to sitting here 
right now on December 24th while my family is out, outside my door making tamales. And I feel so grateful for that. But I know that sometimes it doesn't feel that way. And I had to make a decision. When I sat in my loathing, in my, oh, my life sucks, I made a bad decision, I didn't see the light. I didn't see that life could be better and that, you know what? I had other options. And it's so easy to get stuck into that. But once you see that you have other options and that you have so much power, you have so much control in your hands, your life will change. I want you to think about the things that you're good at. What have been the things that people have come to you your whole life? Are you good at drawing? What are you good at? And let's focus on that. Let's focus on those things. Let's focus on ways to make a living off of what you're good at. Because once you make a living off of what you're good at, you will never work another day in your life. And that is so important. And I know we hear that all the time when we go to like quote of the day or motivational quotes of the days. That's like the thing that everybody says, right? But it is so true. Focus on some of those things. And when I really got clear with what my intention was and how I wanted to expand my purpose, I came across life coaching. I came across a podcast. All of these little messages started to come in. Things that I had never even considered. It was always for those people. Oh, a podcast? Oh, no, no, no. That's not me. That's for that person. Writing a book? Oh, no, that's not for me. That's for Oprah. That's for Maya Angelou. That's for whoever else. We always think that other people can have things that we cannot have, but the power is inside of you. You have the gift. You have your own story. You have your own secret sauce that no one has but you. You have your own way of delivering a message. And I really want you to think about this. If you are sitting in a rut right now and you don't know what you want to do with your life and you're coming into 2022, like what the hell? I'm still in the same spot spinning my wheels. Something has to change. Reflect on that and go for it. Make uncomfortable is the new comfortable your motto. If you are driving, pause this podcast, grab a pen. If you don't have one, speak it into your phone, voice notes, whatever. Write down or say into your phone, uncomfortable is the new comfortable. Growth will never, ever come from comfort. Ever. If you want something bigger for your life, if you have a dream that is for you and for your life, you need to get uncomfortable. You need to take risks. You need to get out of your head and you need to just do it. You will never know what's on the other side of comfort until you try it. And you're going to fail. I promise you, you're going to fail. All the best people, all of the most successful people in this world have failed but you get up and you try and you keep fighting and you keep fighting and you keep trying and you don't give up and that's it. I also want us to think about coming into 2022 new year's resolutions. I cannot tell you how much I hate new year's resolutions. And I know I'm probably going to lose some followers over this, but hear me out. New year's resolutions, in my opinion and my experience create so much anxiety and worry in my head if I do not fulfill them, that then it leads me to feeling like a failure. Then I feel like, wow, I set one thing for myself and I couldn't even do it. 
Like I vow, okay, let me rewind this a little bit. I've, I like to run. I've, I, I've been in the gym for, for many years and I like to run. When COVID hit, everything shut down. So I got myself a treadmill. So now I'm able to run at home. But every single New Year's, I used to see this. The first week of New Year's, everybody and their mother is at the gym. And I used to get annoyed because my only thing was I want to get in there and I want to run, lift some weights and get out. All of the treadmills were always used up. Uh, there was a line for the weights. There's a line for the Stairmaster. There's lines everywhere. And I used to think to myself, these people are only here because of a New Year's resolution. Three weeks later, that number shrunk. Five weeks after that, it's back to the normal people that were at the gym. And I saw that. And we always do this to ourselves. We, we say, I want to lose 10 pounds by February 2nd. If we don't, what do we do? The complete opposite. Well, I couldn't lose weight. So you know what? I might as well just go eat that cookie. I may as well go eat that ice cream. I may as well binge this um, bottle of tequila, whatever it is. We, it's, it's so psychological and we do it to ourselves and I do it to myself too. So I want you to come into 2022, not worrying about creating a new year's resolution. Just worry about following your dreams, following your passions, having fun along the way, forgiving yourself. Oh my gosh. Forgiving yourself on the days you don't want to do shit. Forgive yourself on the days you don't want to get out of bed. Forgive yourself on the days you don't want to shower and you want to be in your PJs and watch Narcos because that show is incredible. It's not sponsored, by the way. If you're listening to this, call me. Just kidding. No, but seriously, forgive yourself. Forgive yourself. You're a human. You're a human. And this is the human experience. And this is the reality of it. Of it. So let's not go into it worrying about resolutions. Just be yourself. Be your best self. Another thing I want you to think about and consider doing coming into 2022 is making time for the people that we love. It is so easy to get stuck to a schedule. It is so easy to say, but I got to go do this. I got to go do that first. I need to, you know, hit this goal, this target that sometimes we people, the people that we love are on the sidelines are cheering us on, but you know what? We, they want to be cheered on too. So make time for the people that you love, call them. Phone your parent, phone your mom, your dad, your sibling, your friend, someone. Let them know, hey, I'm grateful for you. Thank you for being a part of my life. Oftentimes what happens is when we feel so safe with the people that we love, and I know this to be true for me, is that we will treat them like our punching bag. They are the ones who get all of our uglies, all of our bad tempers. They are the ones who get the short end of the stick. And we don't tell them thank you enough. We only just punch them, kick them. And every single person does this. And we do this because we feel safe with them. Even our kids. Think about it. I know my daughter is a straight A student. And she is, she, I, I, I know that I will never ever get a phone call from her. School. Telling me that she did something wrong, right? But when she gets home, I can hear the door slamming. I can hear the, <sighs> or I can see the rolling of the eyes. Things that she would never do at school. But it's because she feels totally safe here at home and this is her happy place. And here's where she can let her hair down. And sometimes we get, we're the punching bag. And that's what we do. So make some time out of your busy day and show the person that you love something sweet or, you know, tell them something nice. Call them, whatever. I don't know. Just do something for them. Okay. Okay. 
And the last thing that I'm going to end this with today for 2022 is to stop chasing people that do not want to be chased. I repeat, stop chasing people who do not want to be chased. When a person shows you their true colors, believe them, please. Don't beg for someone's attention. That man that calls you on the weekends, that woman that will text you once a month that checks in on you, whoever, that partner, that relationship. If a person loves you and cares about you, they will make time for you. There is no such thing as I am too busy for the person that I love. And I guess my context in this situation is relationships. I have so many people that I talk to on a daily basis who tell me, well, this man has shown me, has been doing this lately. What do you think? Or they haven't called me back after a few weeks. What should I do? But then they call me and then we're back to normal. Listen to me. If a person loves you, they will come and they will stay. There will be no excuses. There will be no excuses. Do not chase them. You're not a beggar. Do not beg them. All they are doing is is clogging your heart. They're blocking you from who you are meant to be with. That's what is happening. You are blocking yourself from the actual person that the universe wants for you. And love, let me tell you, my friends, it does not hurt. Love isn't painful. It doesn't make you cry every five minutes. It doesn't make you wonder if they will stay or leave. Love is love. My marriage to my husband for the past 14 years has been a roller coaster. There are days where I hate him. And there are days where I am madly, deeply in love like the first day we got married. But it's not painful. When I go to bed at night, it doesn't hurt my heart to because of the things that he has done to me or I have done to him. Because at the end of the day, it's me and him and that's it. And even on the days that are dark, even on the days that feel like this is not going well. I still know he's my person and he knows that I'm his person. And that's how you know when a person is for you. If you have that little doubt in your mind, that little inkling, listen to it. Do not ignore that inner voice, please. Your inner voice knows. If your friends are coming up to you and saying, you know what, this doesn't look right. I want you to do me a favor and really hear them out. Find out, get curious. Why do you see that? Because you know what? Sometimes people on the outside can see things that we cannot. So listen, ask questions, and then ask yourself. And then talk to yourself. Talk to your intuition. It knows what's best for you. And trust yourself. The hardest thing we can do is trust yourself. So that is it. We are done for the next time we talk. It's going to be 2022. Oh my gosh. And big things are coming. Thank you so much for being here. I can't even tell you. I can't even tell you how scared I was when I started this podcast by myself. I could have given up. I could have given up. I could have quit, but I didn't. I couldn't. The stories, you mean the world to me, the people that have come I am going to do this for you and I vow to make it bigger and better and I'm open to anything that you need. Connect with me. 
follow me on Harder Minds at, on Instagram. That's H-E-A-R-T-O-U-R-M-I-N-D-S or at Not Another Fucking Podcast. As you know, I'm not going to spell that. And just come talk to me. Let's do this journey together. If there are days that you feel weak, if there are days that you feel like you just cannot go on, life is too damn hard, life hurts way too much, come talk to me. I am a safe person. I will be there for you. I have zero judgment. I am absolutely no one to judge. If you go to my Instagram, you will see that I have put all of my personal business on the Instagram streets. I have done that on purpose because I want you to know that you are not alone. You are not alone ever, not once, not in a situation, not in a problem, not in anything. There's some stranger out in the world who has the exact same problem you do. And the moment you reach out to someone and you see that you're not alone, it just makes it so much better. And that's where we build that human connection, the vulnerability. And that's what I'm trying to do is normalize that. So thank you. I appreciate you so much for being here. And I will talk to you next year.